This is the National Medicine Symposium from the Canberra National Convention Centre. Professor Sarah Hilmer joins us from the Royal North Shore Hospital and the University of Sydney, one of our special guests uh, on the program for NMS uh, 2018, identifying drugs um, in older people. The, the drug burden index is something we'll be speaking about in more detail, so you can share that with us and uh, what brings you to uh, deliver this at the Symposium 2018. So thank you for your time. My pleasure. Thank you for the opportunity to talk about my work. So look, the Drug Burden Index is a measure that I developed about 10 years ago and it's exciting to be talking about it here at the conference because it's now actually at the stage where it's being used as a clinical risk assessment tool. So as we get older, we get more medical problems and we gather more drugs to treat those problems. In fact, it turns out that two-thirds of people in Australia aged over 75 have what we call polypharmacy, which is using five or more drugs at the same time. And we know that when people use five or more drugs, one in five of those is likely to be inappropriate, which means that the harms of that drug outweighs its benefits for the person. Can I just ask there, why would we get to a stage where out of five, one is not doing anything? Because we picked up that drug some time ago, could be decades ago, and at the time it was perfectly reasonable. But for our current situation, the small likelihood of benefit from that drug is outweighed by the risks of that drug. That might just be because our spectrum of diseases have evolved, so that disease is no longer really a major problem for us. It might be that it's a preventative drug to prevent a disease which really isn't going to cause us much trouble in the last years of our lives because something else is going to cause us trouble. It might be because we're now on other drugs which have drug-drug interactions with that drug. Or it might be that we now have other diseases which have drug-disease interactions. So while that drug might treat one of our diseases, it might actually make another one of our diseases worse. And that might actually be what drives our problems. So that's how we wind up with these drugs which, on balance, cause us more harm than good towards the end of life. We have so much to look forward to. We do, because actually medicines can help us at the end of life, so long as they're used in the quality use of medicines framework. So just on that then, how important is something like this, um, the symposium, to get a message like you've been working for a long, long time on out? I think it's a really great opportunity. One of the wonderful things about the National Medicine Symposium is it has a mix of clinicians, policymakers, consumers and academics and it's really bringing those groups together that's critical to actually get these research findings out into practice and when it comes to addressing inappropriate polypharmacy all those voices are really important so I think this is a fabulous opportunity. When we have uh, inappropriate polypharmacy and you've got to come off something now like any anybody on drugs must have a side effect of some sort. Look, stopping drugs is something that people should never try by themselves. There's a particular term we use, which is de-prescribing, and it's stopping your drug in consultation and under the supervision of your doctor. And one of the things that there's been a lot of new research about recently is how to stop drugs safely. So once you've decided that a drug is causing more harm than good for that person at that time of their life, then the doctor can actually think about how best to stop it. Some drugs you can stop cold turkey, others you really have to taper very slowly or you will get withdrawal effects. 
and some of the research that we're presenting at this meeting actually talks about some resources we're developing for clinicians and also for consumers that tell people about why their drugs have been stopped and what side effects to look out for as they slowly go through the tapering regimes. So we're talking about just general drugs that you've been prescribed for um, think of blood pressure, think of whatever as you get older that you might get something for so you end up as we, we talk about rattling as you walk so some of those we don't need. That's exactly right some of them we just don't need as we get older and as we develop more and more different problems and um, have more and more different drugs to treat them and so there are a number of, sort of common targets for deprescribing. One of them is the sleeping tablets, the benzodiazepine class of drugs. That's when you can't stop cold turkey. You've got to taper it very slowly because it's addictive. And um, if you don't taper it slowly, you will get a bad withdrawal syndrome. But uh, there's really good data that shows that once you've taken sleeping tablets for more than about six weeks, they're not helping you sleep anymore. Um, and they are making you fall over. They are making you confused. There's even some data suggests that they might even increase your risk of dementia. And it's really important, even in the last years of life, to come off those. And people find that when they do, and it is a very slow process, it can take months to come off a chronic benzodiazepine. But once people come off, they feel better. They find they're thinking more clearly than they ever thought before. They're falling over less. Their balance is better. And the quality of life improves. So from your studies then, are we overprescribed? It's hard to generalise, but... I think there's reasonable data to suggest that most older people take at least one drug that they don't need that is unnecessary and they would probably feel better without it. Okay, so tomorrow when you deliver all of your, um, all, all that you're going to deliver for the symposium, what do you uh, hope to take away after you've given that? What sort of feedback do you think you'll get? Look, I hope to get as much enthusiasm as, uh, as I provide. I think... Um, People will be quite excited by this range of tools that we're presenting. There's certainly a strong overdiagnosis and overtreatment um, theme through this meeting, and I think it's quite widely understood that this is a problem that we need to address, and some of the tools that we have developed and will be presenting at this meeting will help people address them. And some of the clinician tools, some of the consumer tools, um, there are some policy ideas and I think all of those things together will actually help us improve quality use of medicines for older people and improve their quality of life. And if there's one thing that you would uh, like to have up there on your wish list, on the Sarah Hilmer wish list, what would it be? <laughs> Always review a person's medicines every time you see them. It is never a waste of time. You can always improve someone's general quality of life by optimising their medicines. Well, thank you so much. Look forward to your talks tomorrow. Thank you very much.